it's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Florence Henderson. Recording? Yeah. No, I'm not getting it. You sure? Yeah. All we'll right. see what I can you remember. remember. You got it locked in? I remember. Megan, it's time to watch The Muppets. Woohoo! With America's Mom. America's Mom, what... Florence Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> so this week we watched the Florence Henderson episode of The Muppets. Air date October. No, I'm sorry. I have a different date here. November 13th, 1976. All of my notes hinge on that. I do not know where this October 17th date came from. 1976. 1976. Um, Lisa, my partner, was 10 years old. 10 years old. <laughs> 10 years young. Yeah, 10 years young. Actually, 10 years young. Um, you want to just j- dive right in? Yeah. We're talking about the Muppet Babies, right? <laughs> when baby I'm Kermit. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tease you. For the end of this episode that we're recording currently. I have a surprise for you at the end of this episode. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you you have to be good. Okay, we'll be good. Best behavior. Best behavior. All right. 100%. So let's start with our episode, Florence Henderson. What am I doing? Not to be confused with the Partridge family mom. Oh, what? Shirley Partridge. Yes. What was her name? I don't know, but she sang more than Florence Henderson did. She didn't sing on Brady Bunch, did she? I think they did those, like, Brady variety shows afterwards. Oh, yeah, they did. some of the Bradys and, like, probably not Mike. Definitely Florence. Who's Mike the dad? Yeah. Hmm, What the hell was his real name? Either way. Yeah, apparently I had just heard that he hated being on the Brady Bunch so much that he's not even in the finale of the series. What? Yeah. All I know about him is that he's gay because my mom told me a million times. He's gay, Meg. You know he's, he's gay, gay, Meg. And you know who else is gay? The second Darren. He's gay. Which one's that? York or Sergeant? Sergeant. So we watched the Muppets. We watched the Florence Henderson episode. <laughs> and um And it ended up being good, but it was this, slow to rise for me. I think this was the best one we've watched so far. Oh. I really I think that they're getting better and better because I think last week I said that this was the best episode we watched so far. I I do think it was a good episode. I think I'm a little cloudy because of all the discussion around Piggy. Right now, like in the zeitgeist? In the zeitgeist currently, not in 1976. Yeah. But looking back at 1976 and seeing how it started. This episode features the most fully formed version of Miss Piggy that we have today. She said, moi. She was completely voiced by Frank Oz. And it was hilarious. (laughs) Like she, I don't know, everything was kind of perfect about her. The only thing that I found odd was... She was very, she was identifying as a pig, and I don't feel like she identifies as a pig in a lot, like if someone's well, like, now she get doesn't. this pig to her dressing room, she would be like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a lady. Yeah. You know, like she's not just a pig. There was a lot of pig jokes in this episode. Yes. And that just makes me think, I mean, when you're picked on, you know, we'll analyze Piggy's mental health throughout this episode. Yeah, I think Okay, so here's should. the premise for tonight's episode. The Muppet Theater is plagued by pig-related problems with the bouncing Borsalino brothers flubbing their opening act and Miss Piggy throwing herself at an uninterested Kermit. 
then later gets jealous at guest star Florence Anderson, who she thinks is going to steal her frog away. This episode, I mm. feel like, had a actual thread. It that, did. That wove each sketch together, and there was a through line. I'll give you that. This was the most well-rounded episode, I think the most put-together episode that we've watched so far. Yeah, they had the storyboard down for this. Pack. Yes! They knew they, what they were doing. You feel like maybe they decided to start storyboarding. Yes, exactly. In general, like, they just were like, wait, what if we had a common thread that kind of held this whole episode as a package together? Because this is that. Well, it's also character development, sort of, or relationship development. Absolutely. And they, there's not a lot of that in the show thus far. No. No, they definitely are. I feel like they have fully sort of figured out a lot of the characters and their dynamics by now. Not yeah. fully, but they're definitely getting there to what is, like, the true modern way of these characters even now. Yes. You know? Yes. So our episode starts off backstage. Piggy comes on to Kermit. Wait, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. So, do you consider Scooter's line a, th- a thread? Like, a thread through storyline? I feel like they m- made a film that in the beginning and, like, dispersed it. I think, but- yeah, I think that maybe in the early episode, the first six that we've watched so far, when Scooter shows up, Scooter backstage does try to be the glue that holds all the sketches together, but it... That glue is a tired joke already, and we've mm-hmm. only seen six episodes where it's like, oh, my uncle owns this theater, so you better Scooter do things this way. Scooter is the worst character He's a fucking at this drip, point. dude. I would rather <laughs> see more of Lizard, who was featured in this episode with Florence, oh than God. Scooter. Or bring back Skeeter. I've, I've always said bring there back Skeeter. There is no Skeeter. Oh, my God. I told you to be on your best behavior, Maggie. I can't help it. You have no idea. My mom told me relentlessly all the time. I'd be like, Skeeter and Scooter, Skeeter and Scooter. And she'd be like, there's only Scooter. There is only no, Mom, Scooter. there is only Skeeter. I'm telling you, <laughs> there is only Skeeter. It'd be cool to see Skeeter show up in a modern project now. She hasn't. No, I've never seen her in anything. Is she in the new babies? No, she's not. There's a penguin in the new babies. Oh. <laughs> like, why did they make a new baby? I won't call it the Muppet Babies. No, it's, it's just new, it's new, new babies. babies. <laughs> so Piggy comes on to Kermit backstage. I already don't remember this being like a thing, but I guess she did. This is another one of those threads that's like woven throughout. I don't yeah. remember it being such a pivotal thing that we opened on. Well, it's some we opened on the Barcelona boys or whatever they're called. Yeah. The bouncing the, Borsalina, bor, oh, bor, Boris, Borsalina. Bor, the bouncing Borlino boy, uh, brothers, sorry. I have it written right here. Borlino boy. <laughs> I'm like having such a hard, Wait, all I have to do is read what it says. better. I like the Borlino <laughs> boys. That sounds like a hot dog stand at Seaside Heights Boardwalk. Probably, and they're pigs too, yeah. right? So it's just like the Borlino brothers, yep. the Borlino boys. Tell me that's dogs. not such like a Jersey thing. Mm-hmm. Pigs serving pigs. Yeah. You know. I'm serving. Big Ed's barbecue. You know, those pigs are so happy for you to come and eat them. I never... Okay, so there... <laughs> we need to give a little bit of history. So, just down the block from where we're recording this episode in my comic book store, there is a famous barbecue place in the area called Big Ed's Barbecue. Yes. And outside, they feature these, like, <laughs> they took them down. pig rip-offs. Oh, yeah, they took them down. I haven't even lo- like. Now noticed. they have a big American flag, I think, oh, on, like, nice. the top or something. So there's usually this these, like, 
disgustingly. They're like ex- three little pig they're pigs. So they're so well they're made. Like, and they have like the chubbiest cheeks yeah. and they're so excited for you to come. And they have a plate of ribs in their hand <laughs> or like just like a pork chop. Yeah. Or like they're, they want you to come there and eat them. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so where are we in it? It's like, because I'm thinking of all the pig jokes. I'm sorry. I'm you? Like, I'm the worst. <laughs> I know. Okay. So the bouncing Borlino brother, bro, I can't get it Bur- out either. The Borlino brothers. <laughs> the Borlino boys. These Oh, you mean those pigs. Borlino boys down the block? <laughs> Best behavior. <laughs> they are gymnasts. That's how they present oh, yes. themselves. They're the, they were Flying gymnasts is what they They were doing saying. a pyramid. But all they did was make a pyramid. I don't know why they were bouncing. Yeah. I didn't get that through line about that. It was a them, weird but... gender joke in the beginning, too, when they, Kermit yeah. presented them. They had wrestling outfits on to But me. it was cool. I, when we were watching it, you pointed out, like, okay, so they try to stack on top of each other, and then they eventually collapse and break the floor. But you could tell that it was all about the forced perspective. Oh, it was amazing. Of the floor being ripped was, you know, and it obviously was done a wall seamlessly. that was filmed from... Below. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, the angle of the this. shot. I know I'm you can't see Doug, angle. but Doug Perfect. is showing the angle of the how they filmed it from so. like. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So after we have these pigs that then get all bruised up and bandaged and you know waddle their Wait, way Wait, can stage. we talk about that real quick? Though, yeah, how did they? How did they do it though? Like, did they film it separately or did they like move over to the other set? I could see it just as easily being that. They were, you know, we'll say. Holding. One of them is crouched down with the Muppet. Then the next guy is up Oh, and straight. then they have like a board then, that yeah. comes up after. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. I liked that a lot. It was very well done. After this, we have a snoozer of a guest act. Florence Henderson comes out and sings Elusive Butterfly in this like. Her dress was cool. That's all I Wonderland. remember. She had this orange spaghetti strapped like maxi tube dress on with this pink sort of 70s coverall like sheer garment that was like tie-dyed sort of Mm -hmm. like it was very interesting i liked it but that juxtaposed against that like white backdrop with the snow i had no idea what's going on and stuff it was very the butterflies were flapping along yeah and then at the very end of that they did another sort of cinematic trick yeah, where they showed, like, the day-glow butterflies come into frame, and she kind of disappeared from the show. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was you cute. You liked it? I liked it. It was right. cute. I mean, I liked her dress. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked. And her singing is nice, but we decided she has a goosey voice. Yeah. She maybe can't sing, but she can sound like she's she singing. Has a go- it sounds nice, if but it's you like... Do this, <laughs> just haunt the stage, Megan. <laughs> Um, then we went to an at the dance where I think every joke killed. I love every joke, every killed, joke at the dance. And the beat of at the dance. They yes. got the beat down and they knew to like, instead of moving the camera, they bring the Muppets to the front. To the Did ca- you notice yes. that? Yeah. Instead of moving the camera. It was ca- yeah. so much better. It was very Ralph's well done. This little like dumb joke. Oh, you don't really like dance. What makes dog, you say that? You? Cause like you got that flea collar on. Yeah, like she you, just like, is like, wah, 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 wah. there was like, a lot of really goofy. No ones. Wayne and Wanda in this Those, except in the beginning. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we just realized that Wanda and Wayne are in the opening. Yeah, no, thank you. We I hate see them her so much. We're face. seeing them. We're seeing them at all times now. 
But at the dance, there was those two ugly monsters. Oh, I love that one. They were really cute. They were cute. Because the one was like, you're so beautiful. And then the monster just turns. head and has like these gnarly Droopy mouth. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it was cute. At the dance was a hit for me. This it was. Episode. There were the rats. Yeah. I love you like the plague. And then I forget what else. They Oh, they said uh, it was a ghetto joke. They yeah. were like, yeah, that was, there was like, <laughs> let's move out of the ghetto to the sub- weird subwarps. Class jokes in these. Yeah. And I'm saying that, of course, in fucking quotes, these class jokes in these episodes. But yeah. Different time. But classism still exists. Yeah. And I think that it's way more covered up now. Mm-hmm. But it's still there. Yeah. It's just more subtle. And in a way, it's like, does does that create an even worse barrier or like an even stronger barrier because the differences are so subtle and there's like tells and there's ways, you know, people like, let's say who are more white collar or whatever, have a different even language of talking to each other. Uh huh. I don't know. So I'm thinking about anthropological. And like, uh, I want to say almost like code switching and like that kind of stuff in like the, yeah, it's it's just very different nowadays. I feel like it was more sort of like put out there. What are the mm-hmm. words I'm looking for? Like it, when it, it was, it was an honest conversation almost. Even uh-huh. you know, and now it's like yeah, there's more representation, but in a way, in a way, I feel like it's we've progressed, but in other ways, I don't feel like we've progressed very much because mm-hmm. although we've moved forward in certain ways, we're not sort of being honest players in the way that we present these issues like classism. That and, there's more stifling and bottling up instead of like expressing. Is that what you're saying? Like, Yeah. It's, I also feel like it's glossed over in the media. It's, mm-hmm. it's like shown in a different way where it's so subtle that if you weren't in that, lower sort of class from that perspective i don't think you'd be able to tell coming from that perspective that i think i have a good example of this do you know just yesterday on twitter i saw someone go oh my god this is amazing and it was like some news channel out here i'll say like maybe it was like fox 5 new york right and they were like this is so heartwarming and beautiful this is so sweet whatever and the article reads local home depot workers Build makeshift walker for child whose parents' insurance cannot afford the equipment that this kid needs, basically, yeah. to mo- to be mobile. And it's like, isn't that beautiful that, like, the Home Depot workers got together and found PVC pipes mm-hmm. and, and dolly wheels and all this stuff, and they built a walker for him. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that's very cool, but, like, why the fuck won't their insurance pay for this child to be mobile? Yeah. What are we doing? And the people who have access to things like healthcare and things like that. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that is such a good example to bring up because uh-huh. that is a that is a sure tell sign what sort of class perspective you're at. Do you have health insurance? Do you not have health insurance? Yeah. How is that portrayed in the media? How is How are we seeing that? You know, yeah. I don't know. It's like we're not on even... And just to and present like, that as like, look at this hard work yeah, exactly. gesture, and it's like, no, this is fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that like, it's it, it is great that these people, oh, you of know, course. cobbled together a device for this child. But like, why do we live in a world where Home Depot workers have to cobble together from like things they found around the store yeah. to make him a walker? That sucks. Yeah, this has been a real. It's been real. I'm sure there's classism with the Muppets, but actually there's really not because like I, the custodian is sort of like I think in the mix at the, 
Yeah, I mean, he makes kind of a weird joke, too, in this episode, where he, you know, he wouldn't leave because he, he wants to work show in show business. business. Of but course. But it's like, you know, so of he course. sees himself as a part of the Muppets, like, the machine. Yeah, we'll say, and you know what, he is. He's a part of the Muppet is. machine. And he Just is. the same as the costume designer, he mops the floors, but mm-hmm. that is all, the show can't go on without that person. That yeah. person. And I like that, actually. Yeah. I feel like it's representation in a certain way. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe that was kind of, like, especially dope. Like, it was treated as a joke in this episode, but I think it also is kind of, like, cool. I also like that the Muppet isn't, like, it's, it's like, a white guy. It's, like, kind of, it's, like, a... Yes. It's not, you know... There's not obvious race jokes or Yeah, it's just, like, from their white perspective, thinking, like, this is just a guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is just represents a guy, a part of the yeah. part of the team. Not, just like, it's not racial. Or it doesn't feel that way from my from what I can see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it is. What do I know? <laughs> I feel like that talk that we just had was perfect because... Oh, shit, no. We're going to the talk spot now. The talk spot this week, Piggy threatens Henderson. Oh, this whole storyline. Okay, so the, back to Piggy's storyline. This is fine. I want to talk about Piggy's mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, she needs some talk space right now. Yeah. But I feel like she's acting a bit crazy. Florence actually even calls her crazy. I quoted it in my notebook. I said, she's crazy. She calls her crazy. and But, like, meanwhile, Florence is egging this on, and she's spinning a And she's tail. flirting with Muppets. Like, what are yeah. you doing flirting with Muppets, she's flirting Florence? She's flirting with Kermit, and then in, like deflection she says oh no kermit was telling me all these things that he wants to tell you but like that's a lie yeah so florence henderson is starting shit she is she's gonna be starting something yeah we need to start moving moving our shoulders at the uh, same time <laughs> that's but that's kind of fucked up too that she's like pitting yeah and think about piggy's perspective she really likes this guy mm-hmm. And later we come to find out more about how she's treated. Yeah. And she's not treated very well. No. And I don't know. I just I feel like... a lot of Miss Piggy's character is that she's being gaslit also by Kermit. She is being totally gaslit by Kermit. And um, there's there's discrimination against pigs. There, oh. Major. Very heavy discrimination against pigs in this episode. This is... I went from loving this episode to being like, this episode has problems. Yeah, they're, they're so discriminatory like this, towards pigs. Yeah. The whole, I wrote down, I left my notebook in the car, unfortunately. From the drive from Doug's house where we watched the yeah. show <laughs> to, to the geekery. Quarter mile. <laughs> yeah. I just like totally forgot to bring my notebook. Anyway. Um, yeah. But so Florence Henderson really does start some shit here. Pigs. She tells... Oh, no, we're not there yet. Crazy. Yeah, she saying. calls Miss Piggy crazy. And then I think she gets what she had coming to her. Piggy bites her fucking Oh, my God. This is was hilarious. Piggy ends up attacking her. And it was quite funny. It was really funny. There was a women's lib joke in there. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, I'm a liberated pig. Yeah. <laughs> she referred to herself as a pig a lot in this yeah, episode. Yeah, she really did. It really surprised me. Yeah. Because I don't feel like that's something she does. Well, we we learn later. So, anyway, Piggy ends up attacking, attacking Florence, and that was gold. Mm-hmm. It was just golden. Just yeah. watching her mouth bite the arm of Florence Henderson. A lot of this episode, I had, like, huge physical, com- laughs. Yeah, <laughs> physical like, comedy, though. Um, 
Next up what is, is our it? UK spot, Coddleston <clears throat> Pie. Is it where Doug think, got up to get a glass of water? I, I don't think we paid attention to No, we talked through the whole thing. we got to move on from these Rolf ragtime bits in the UK no. spot. I don't, I, I completely understand why they don't. They did not air here initially. Yeah. They're not great. They're not. This was like some the one was Winnie the Pooh song. Yeah, this is a weird song. I don't you, even you listen and to and them. George was the good one. Yeah. It was from the first episode. It, this, I don't even things about anyway this was supposedly some sort of winnie the pooh song i'd never heard coddleston pie coddleston pie that's what it was called blah 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 let's move on to the panel discussion oh god was william shakespeare in fact francis bacon Mm -hmm. this was another instance of florence henderson deliberately enraging miss piggy Mm -hmm. this episode also like i mentioned before that these sketches felt like they were happening in real time and that they were you know what I mean? Like, Piggy was building up this anger against Florence Henderson now. Yeah, but episode. she was definitely being egged on. She was. She yeah. was. Oh, I just had a plate of bacon this morning. I made a real pig of myself. And Miss Piggy just getting, like, you know, fucking heated. It, does she play a snarky character on the Brady Bunch? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I thought that was more of Alice's role. Of oh, yeah. Like the, you know, like kind Well, she's, of, like, fun snarky. Yeah, like weird like, asides and stuff like that. Mm, interesting. I haven't, the, the, I haven't watched the true Brady Bunch in a long time. Yeah, I have not watched that either. <laughs> I've watched the movie? dumbass movies very <laughs> so recently funny. and love them. I do love them too. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of pig jokes all together. The whole Francis Bacon thing. Floyd gets one in for some reason. I don't know why he decides They're all, to pick yeah. on her But what, what was the um, conversation between Florence and the old guy sitting next to her? He, I don't recall now, but he basically... I think he was trying to, like... He didn't like her either. No, he didn't. He was like, then don't come to our country then. Yeah. To Florence Henderson. I didn't know what he was talking about. They were talking about twigs on shoes. I couldn't understand what was going on. A twig on your tree shoe. Something like that. A twig on your tree. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't remember. He looked like he was supposed to be some Darwinian, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But But the boys were back in town. Yeah, Piggy, I guess, called for, like... Uh, back up. Well, they were listening and backstage because the they were... Bouncing Borlino brothers. No, the boys. The boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys came over. Yeah, it, and then it, then there was like a whole sort of like fight. What happened between Piggy and uh, the frog? Kermit. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Piggy and the frog. Um, He just kept trying to like backpedal that like... I don't know. He said was William Shakespeare in fact bacon... Mm-hmm. So he was, like, trying to be, like... He knew what he yeah, was saying. Yeah, he was trying to be a They shithead. all know what they were saying. He was definitely being a shithead. We stand Miss Piggy, huh? Yeah. Like, really hard. Well, I kind of want to understand her more. Like, I do feel like, okay, wow, she's kind of violent, but, I mean, she's really treated poorly, and you can imagine that she didn't just start being treated that way yesterday. Yeah. I mean, she grew up that way. It's really... I don't know. It sucks. It does that suck. That they're like so... It's weird that the other pigs have not Muppet eyes. They just have beady eyes. I, you know, it didn't even occur to me what you were saying. Like, I know that Their they have beady eyes. Their faces were naked. I get that they have beady eyes, but I guess I didn't put that together that Piggy has Muppet eyes. Yeah. So, like, what separates her from these other pigs? Yeah, she was you know, Muppet like, eyes. Why is she built with more care, I guess, <laughs> basically? Like, they Dreamy like... Piggy. Is her old boyfriend... Remember the old boyfriend? Uh... 
pig who like shows up with her at the dance and shows up with her in the talk He's show that one like time. The tufts of hair Does on the he sides, have Muppet right? eyes or are they? No, he has just little red, dots. Red eyes. Little dots. dots. I wonder why they do that. I don't it's know. so interesting. Yeah. What if like Piggy's more evolved? Wait, why do they pull her out as like the special pig? I don't know. And what is their deal with pigs? Because they had so many pig jokes. Mm-hmm. Ham, por- you're the pork chop. Oh, you're going to get a pork chop was one of them. Yeah. And I think that's when Piggy attacked. Yeah, she did her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so after this, we moved on to Fozzie doing his impressions of great actors. This is I, I like Fozzie. He's fun. Mm-hmm. He's I, trying. This was not his stronger. No, set. not his stronger set. But he's he had a bear joke up. again. We're feeling it. They think that he's maybe figuring out. His, they enjoy his him. Fozzie tickles them so yeah. much. They love. They love it. They love to like. <laughs> they eat him up. Yeah. They love heckling him. They, they is like what to it is. Talk shit. Even. Yeah. They yeah, like love to bad, throw shade. They love it just as much as when he's. They good. would be great drag queens. I saw someone on Twitter the other day saying that, like, oh, why do people worry so much about whether Bert and Ernie are gay when Statler and Waldorf are, like, right there? (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Pioneers. (laughs) So after this, we had – this was a really fun bit, too. The guest act, we had Florence Henderson come out with some of those just, like, freaky creep – Muppets. You oh my god, they were lizard. Okay, like these that. Muppets were so cool. They had Looney Tune mouths, mm-hmm. like the inside they of their were mouths. Very well put together. They were which so is well put together. Because like usually those, you know, like background Muppets. They weren't background Muppets. They not, felt they felt like really worked they were fleshed on. Out for sure. They probably made some sort of music video or released that for like media or PR or something. Florence Henderson with the Muppets singing "So Happy Together." Yeah, by Epic. The that song Epic. was really good. And Florence Anderson, again, proving that she can carry a tune, but you're just not sure where she's carrying it to. (laughs) She was all over the place, but still fun. It was fun. It was quirky. I I love that song. I love that song. I forget what she was wearing in this episode. I mean, in that segment, but whatever. She changed a lot. She changed so much. And, oh, that ugly sweater. I did not like the sweater she was wearing. Was this when she was wearing that big old chain necklace? Oh, yeah. She had the chain necklace on. Oh, no. For that song, she wore a green shirt. She wore a green shirt? I think she wore a green Megan's, shirt. I didn't mind um, that one. The next t-shirt shirt right now. <laughs> it's a button-up. Anyway. This was good. I love that song. It was great. Oh, no. It's not. A, what, oh, no. That's a different shirt. No. That was from the talk spot. I see. So. Um, speaking of song, the number one song in America this week of that episode was Tonight's the Night, Gonna Be Alright by Rod Stewart. Hmm. I know. I'm like, do I know that song? Nope. I don't know. I don't know that song. Never heard of it. (laughs) The number one movie that week, do you want to take a stab? I'm giving you a good hint. Oh. I'm not giving you a good hint. Jason. No. (laughs) A slasher movie. That's Uh, 80s. (laughs) Let me mime it to you. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, The Shining? No, 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 no. You're close. Okay. You're very close. Very close. Okay, you ready? Is it a so, Kubrick? No. Or it's just, okay, it's close to The Shining in that it's way. It's not Kubrick, but it's close to The Shining. What's The, the Exorcist? Other? No. So. Splash. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Carrie. Oh! I'm miming the pig's blood scene. Oh! <gasps> Oh, pig's blood. Oh, was it in the air? 
Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I didn't even think of that. Carrie. Oh Carrie my was god. The one movie in the box You've office. seen that movie. Absolutely. I've seen yes. the movie. Seen the movie, read the book. Seen the sequel. Oh, did you see the new one with Claudia no, Moretz no, or whatever? I have not. And Julianne Moore. Mm-mm. Have you seen it? It's not good. Yeah, of course it's I can't imagine it's very good. So, after Happy Together, we have our final sketch of the night. Love comes to Kuzbane. This was the weird mating ritual of those aliens. Oh my goodness. This was the most bizarre thing that, I feel like I say this every time. Kermit was a reporter from a different planet and he was wearing a little trench coat. It was adorable. This was the most bizarre sketch they've done this season. It was very Chevy Chase to me. I felt like he could have been Chevy Chase. Mm. I bet you his man on the street reporting thing is Chevy is a Chevy ripoff. It, yeah, it seems like that to it me right now. It absolutely has to be because mm-hmm. even he does this on Sesame Street in the same exact trench. Yeah, or it's like a something. A yeah, he's ripping off somebody. It feels like a big ripoff. Yeah, but this was really really funny and so fucking weird, man. This, it was like, weird and it was hilarious. It yeah. was so funny. Did you see how they made the Muppets run? The one uh-huh. Muppet was like, and they, with the feet. They did that thing where they cut back to it and there's it's like the same clip again. Yeah. Because they don't want them to run too far. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. I really, really liked this. It was very fun. And when the first alien came out, it was obviously Frank Oz and it was also obviously Miss Piggy. Yeah. They were like, Woo! Yeah. Like, you could tell he was doing Piggy's yeah, voice. I know. And then it's almost like... He caught himself because it went from being fully just Miss Piggy to, to being something like something else. Yeah, somebody probably hit him down uh, there and was like, "You sound like Piggy. <laughs> yeah, You're doing, doing the pig, Oz. You're doing the pig." <laughs> I like to think that that's the, what happened. When I was driving to work today, I was thinking about Frank Oz, and I'm like, "What a great career Frank yeah. Oz has had!" And I should be so lucky to have anything fun. Like I, I want fun with my career the way I feel like Frank Oz has had so much fun yeah, and so much success with his career. Yeah. He has so many like he's a delight. Huge character. Even his, his movies that he directed mm-hmm. are fun. Yeah. They're fun. Why do I feel like he directed Troop Beverly Hills? He. Oh my God. You need to look it up. I have to look it up. I love that movie. I don't know why I just thought that one. <laughs> that movie is so much fun. That's one of those movies I rented a quite a few times from the video store. So, all around, what do you think about this episode? I liked it. You convinced me. He did not direct the oh. <laughs> He could have. <laughs> he sure could have. Um, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I just, uh, I don't know. I think we both talked a lot through with it, with each other. And I did not realize how he directed Bowfinger. Yes, he directed Bowfinger. Covered Bowfinger. He directed Indian the cover (laughs) cover. The Muppets Take Manhattan, which is like fine, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Death at a Funeral, the original Death at a Funeral. He directed that too. Jesus, man. Okay, sorry. He's done a lot. But like talking through this, like all of these woes with Piggy, fucking Yoda. I, yeah. And isn't he Grover? Who's Grover? Yes, yes he's he, Grover. He's Grover. I'm looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's... Yeah, he has to be Grover. There's no way around I that. love him so much. Did you see... Yeah, he's Bert, he's Grover, he's Fozzie, he's Yoda, he's Piggy. You're I wear wearing my big, uh, big bird socks like every time. He's Cookie Monster. Huh, cookie? He's... He's the best. He's, 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 he really is. He's just the best. He's like my adopted dad. Like, I think of, like, when I, I get all mushy for him, the way, like, I'm like, he's like a dad uh-huh. to me in my head. I'm like, 
He's, is it because he directed that parent movie? Did he direct that parenthood movie? No, Ron uh, Howard directed Ron that. Ron Howard. Oh, I love yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen six movies, Megan, and Parenthood is one of them. Yeah. Maybe I feel like he's like a dad because Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like Yoda's like a dad. And, yeah. yeah. I had so. to put that together. I'm like, why do I think Frank Oz is my dad? <laughs> That's kind of strange. So this episode all around was really good yeah it was great it developed piggy's character a lot it showed some other characters like you know true shitty stripes i don't think i like florence henderson anymore megan yeah i don't think so either i think she was pretty shitty to piggy yeah i think she was definitely a shit and when it comes down to it this is a muppet podcast how does she treat alice I don't know. Could you imagine if we watched a Brady Bunch? Yeah. And it turns out she's like... A bitch to Alice. Yeah. What if she is just a nightmare? <gasps> we just missed it all this time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't like the Brady Bunch enough to like really... To like go back to it? Yeah. So, Megan, we are winding down now. I think we've really talked about the Muppets. We'll see where Piggy's character goes going forward. Wait, I do have one thing to say. Mm-hmm. My one thing to say is... I'm forgetting. Is. And here it comes. The one thing that Megan's going to say. It's about Piggy. Okay. And I can't remember now, but I really hope that we get to follow Piggy on her journey and talk about her and her mental health some more. I think it really sucks because I don't think it's going to get better for Piggy. Not not yet. You know, I hope we can find a better for Piggy. Yeah. In something. Because I really, I don't know, I really enjoy doing this with you, and I know that I think that beyond just the Muppet show, mm-hmm. I think we can find these characters maybe developing further and doing better and getting better for themselves in other projects. Yeah, definitely. You know? Well, I really like, this is what I want to talk about with you, actually. Mm-hmm. I really liked what you and Kaylin were talking about on the Geekery podcast about Piggy and about how, like, you can just... You know, she can have growth as a person. And, like, yeah, so, like, this whole thing with the cancel culture around Miss Piggy's character, that they, uh, I don't know, some folks are calling for her to be, quote, canceled, and I think that I'm not a huge proponent of cancel culture. I do think that we should learn from these things, and we treat Miss Piggy as though she is a real being, in our universe, yeah. right? Like, a lot of these shows have the backstage. A lot of these movies, they treat them as though they're just, like, folks like anybody else that exist in our world. Yeah, definitely. And you know so, what? She's a strong female character. I think it could be great for Miss Piggy's character to be canceled and have to rise up from that and learn that she was exhibiting toxic behavior and call out Kermit and other Muppets for perpetuating yeah. her toxic behavior. Yeah. She, you know, it's really it's really unfair to put all the blame on Piggy. Uh-huh. It, it really is. It absolutely is. And, and the thing is, too, it's like, not everyone is perfect, and some, like, P- Miss Piggy could be somebody's role model. Like, I identify as a Miss Piggy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, go around hitting people. But the fact that, like, Piggy can hold her own, that's, was, that's really kind of fun and Miss encouraging. Piggy, also, when it comes down to it, she wants what she wants. Yeah, she's, like, and she is, goes for it. Yes, and as a, I know, it's so fucking weird because she's a, a perhaps feminist, I, I, and it's, like, fucked up for me to say this, too, but I think she is perhaps a feminist icon Especially of her time. Yeah. And it sort of sucks that she was 
played phenomenally by a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. Like, and written by men and stuff. That's how I felt when I it's saw the movie. Weird. When I saw the movie Tootsie, uh-huh. people were like, oh, I love Tootsie. Tootsie's great. Tootsie, Tootsie, Tootsie. And I was like, this is a movie <laughs> about a woman who is successful, uh-huh. but she's only successful because she's a man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a man can pull this off. Yeah. I was like, thing. I can't with this movie. I don't like that Dustin Hoffman movie, and I don't like The Graduate. The Graduate made me crazy. I really wanted to, I felt, like, so frustrated the whole time watching that movie. How do you feel about Meet the Fockers and Little Fockers, though? No, I never saw those I'm movies. trying to think of other <laughs> Dustin Hoffman movies. But Wag the Dog. Okay. Dustin Hoffman is so good in Wag the Dog. you talked to me about Wag the Dog before. Watch I've never it. Seen it. Watch it. It's Dustin and De Niro. I've seen other Dustin... Dustin and De Niro. What other Dustin Hoffman movies? Oh, Hook. Isn't he Hook? Oh, he is Hook. Oh, my God. And I love him as Hook. I forgot about that. I need to watch that movie. I love it. (sighs) Except for the whole, like, isn't there, like, a love story between Robin Williams and the Tinkerbell The movie's very long in the beginning. Yeah. I will remind you that. The Marbles. What's the guy with the Marbles? Peebles. Yeah. (laughs) I instantly (laughs) pulled it out. It takes a long time to get back to Neverland. Oh, is it a two-parter movie? Did I you, think so. Yeah, you watch it, you get the first half <laughs> the on first TBS, half. and yeah. then you wait. Yeah. <laughs> I watch, I strictly watch the second half of that movie, I think. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch the second um, half. It's, we've been all over the board yeah, today, sorry I about think that. this was a really good episode, and I think, and it's like so self-congratulatory, but I think that this, I don't know, I think a lot happened in this episode, and it opened up our eyes to a lot in this episode also. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, and I want to say, looking forward to the next episode, we noticed there's a Muppet who looks like the character. Paul Williams, yeah. And they stopped doing that. So yeah. it's interesting. I'm excited to see Paul Williams to do that. Yeah. So without further ado, Megan, Indeed. I want to present to you something. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I don't I'm know what this is. Slide it across the table. Okay. I feel like I'm getting. Oh my God. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I almost bought you Muppet Baby comic books. No way. At the home, not the Home Depot. Uh, we went to um, a Lair State Park. Okay. Like flea have, market. Like, a flea market. Yeah. And there were Muppet Baby comics. That's so funny. Oh my so, god! I love this. I stumbled across Muppet Babies number one, and it looks really stupid and kind of weird. No, oh my god! When your looks, room looks kind of weird. When your room looks kind of weird. <laughs> so I also have a. Um, Something to tell you. I'm so excited. So about this. I found a bootleg of the complete Muppets Babies Muppet Babies series on DVD, and I oh ordered my god, it for us. yes! And I think for I the know, Patreon, for the Patreon, we keep saying that as a joke, but I think it could potentially become a thing. We could record for an episode the about the Muppet Babies. I would love to record an episode about the Muppet Your Babies. Your eyes got so wide at this idea. It's like getting a golden retriever. It's like getting a dog excited. <laughs> So, um, if you guys are enjoying... Can I open this and actually yeah, read it? it oh read my it God. and enjoy it. That's what comics are for. So, I hope everybody out there is enjoying our show. We are having a lot of fun putting it together. And maybe somewhere down the road we'll have a spinoff where we talk about the Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies will boop boop be doop. You can follow us <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter at A-I-T-T-W-T-M. And at the Twitter on that, too. <laughs> yeah. Twitter and Instagram. I-T-T. It's time to W-T-M. 
There you go. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I love this. Actual old one. It's from like 80 You must have been like Yeah, I just like stumbled across it cleaning up these old collections. Oh my god.